Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week, we have the guys in here from Family Ties, a couple of them at least that made it in here today. Yeah. Yeah, two of four, two of four. Two of the four. <laughs> yep, yep. We got uh, Mr. Eli Moon. How you doing? Man they call Moon. That's me. And we have King Paula. Yo, what's going on? From PA to LA. Yes, got to make sure they know. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks for coming in, guys. Thank no you for problem. having us. Absolutely. Happy to be here. The two other guys in Family Ties, and we'll get into what that is, is Narrator. And if people remember, Narrator was in season one. I believe it was uh, episode six or seven. One of those right in there. And uh, we had him in with Gold Life Dynasty. And that, that's his... Um, that's his brand, basically, that he does over there with the studio and yes, all that stuff. Yes. This is something a little separated from that because if we remember, Narrator's also an artist. and He also does his own thing in, in, the, in the music world. I mean, he does a lot of different things. He's got his hands in on that guy. And and uh, you also have Vice. Yes. Right. He's the fourth member of the Family Ties thing. <laughs> and let's talk about that. Let's talk about what Family Ties actually is first and, 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 and get to that so people understand what we're talking about when we say Family Ties. What is that? Yeah, so Family Ties. So really... It's crazy because I met Paolo when I first started making music. I, I had maybe made music for three, four months, dropped a few songs, and I wanted to start doing shows. Paolo was doing a show with my buddy uh, Joey James at the time, and he was like, uh, hey, you know, come check out my show, my buddy Joey at the time. So I go and check out the show. I had, like, such an itch to do music and, like, go out and do this. I hit Paolo up after the show. I'm like, hey, how can I get on the next show you guys are doing. He said, stay here. Went to his truck, comes back with 10 tickets. Said, sell these, you can get on the show. So I, I did the first show, I one of my first shows with Paula. Um, and then we kind of started just doing our own things. Um, you know, I hadn't talked to him a ton in the last couple of years. Um, and then that's kind of where I've been working with Narrator the last two, three years. Um, you know, he's been producing everything and doing everything for me in that regard. And he's my manager um, in that regard as well. So he... And I were working on a ton of different music. Paula uh, hit me up, um, and his management hit me up, and he was like, hey, we have a show going on at the Odeon Lounge. We're trying to really get this popping in, like, June. Um, it was June or July. And I said, okay, I want to do this. Let me see if I can get narrator on the card, too. They said, that's perfectly fine. Um, so we went and did this show. And um, it, it's kind of funny the way it happens because there was supposed to be eight or nine artists on, on that show, I believe, Paula. Yeah. And yeah. we – we ended up with like three or four. We had like a, a guy who opened, and then like me, narrator, Paula, and, and Vice. And I didn't even know like we didn't meet Vice or anything like that. He just happened to be on stage, and I'm like, "Who is this performing?" And then we talked after and kind of figure some things out. Um, yeah, Paula. I mean, if you want to expand upon it more, but yeah, I know you kind of like. Yeah. It, so. it, it was something cool that you saw that night, and you you hit us all up. I didn't even know until after the show because right. you hit us up Sunday, and Sundays usually after the show are like. I'm not waking up till 12 or 1 because <laughs> the alcohol is flown through my body, and I don't drink a ton. So when, it, when it's flowing, it's flowing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Paul, I know you, had, you really took, a, took an initiative on, on building this family ties. Yeah, no. Um, you know, like after witnessing what happened uh, after seeing all four of us come together on stage, just and it happened organically, you know, just like you said uh, earlier. But, you know, yeah, when I saw that happen, I was just like, yo, there's no way that we can push forward anymore by myself without any of these guys around. Like, it absolutely has to happen. We have to bring this together. Everybody's from their own little world. Well, let's bring those little worlds together. Let's create this huge world, you know? Yeah. And let's operate within this, you know? Let's use our connections. 
let's use our producers, you know, and uh, everything that they have access to, you know. And, you know, that's part of the reason we're sitting here today because narrator, you know, set the things up, you know, yeah. and now we're here, you know. Cool. Um, so, you know, but uh, it's really collective, you know, of just everybody's music, genres, uh, you know, and their connections and bringing that together and utilizing all of that um, to really push forward our individual brands as a unit, you know. Do you think, the, like, you see when you see the, the world that's out there today, especially, like, the artists that are out there today and everyone's in the me, 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 me thing, yeah. you really got to shed that to do what you guys are doing, right? I mean, it's in one way, it's still about you, but... You're, you're willing to give up some of it because it's more of a collective one at this point, right? Is that how, would you would you describe that as accurate? That is very accurate. In order know? for in order for this to work, you gotta you gotta shed some pride and you gotta you gotta you, you gotta you, can't you be gotta humble yourself you a know? little bit, right? You know, yeah, <laughs> for the greater good. I mean, exactly. But exactly. In, here's the thing, though: is like Paula is a very humble guy. I mean, to be honest, him and narrator, um, in Vice, like. We, we're all very unique in our own different ways, but we all have a humble nature to ourselves. I, I mean, in, in like, I work with Narrator every single day. I call him at, I've called him at 6 in the morning. I've called him at 1 in the morning, you know? So yeah, 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 yeah. I talk to him all the time, but, um, you know, he's probably the most as to the ground, like, humble human being I've met. And then I meet Paula, and I'm like, man, they might be 1A and 1B in terms of just humbleness. Um, and that's a big thing that, like, I was able to sacrifice a lot, like, don't get me wrong. Everybody loves the spotlight, but you see in music that usually groups are stronger together. You have collectives, you're stronger together. So I have no problem sacrificing a little bit of glory uh, so these guys can get their share of the pie and we can share it equally. So, Well, when you're talking about being like humble and stuff like that, one thing I noticed about you is that you, you put up a lot of clips up on, on um, Instagram. Right. And with the hair and the beard and the message, I'm like, I'm watching Jesus here. Like, I'm, I'm sitting there and I turn it on and I'm like, I know your message is overwhelming and you're yeah. always happy and positive. You're trying to spread this positivity yes. around all the time. Yeah. So you're like the perfect guy for an operation like this. I don't, I don't know King Paula as well. I don't know you as well as yeah. I know what he does, but I can just get the sense from you guys that you guys are like that. You guys are just people that are always trying to share joy and happiness and you you know screw all the drama and all that kind of stuff my yeah, is that, is that yeah. what it is <laughs> yeah i i mean here's the thing is like paula paula like when we were trying to figure out the order we did a show back in october at the odeon lounge um we were trying to figure out the order for the show and i'm one of those guys where it's like i i like i'm weird i like having a different song order if i'm going a certain time so i'm like hey am i going third or am i going second where am i going um and paula goes i don't care what how we do this i'm going first I don't care who goes first, you know, I'll do it because, you know, I guess in the music world, opening is a, is a, is a fun thing, but also a thing where maybe you don't want to do it every single time. Yeah. Well, Pilot were... didn't care. He just jumped into it. He's like, I'll, I'll open and moon, you're yeah. closing. I said, okay. Yeah, so, right. Well, there's he, a lot of confidence yeah. in this game that you guys are playing too, because you know, like the one thing about performing with other people is, you know, like we talk about this all the time. Yeah. I don't know how you guys think about this, but I would assume that even though you guys are close and you're tight and everything, each time you go up there, you want to blow the other three off the stage, and no matter how cool it is, it's like it's like that you it's like when any time there's other artists up there doing what you're doing, it motivates you. Yes. It, it, you <laughs> know what I mean? It motivates you. And if yes. you're gonna and if you're the first guy up, you know, you really gotta bring it, man. You gotta bring it Set because you tone. got three guys after them. And then when you bring it, then these guys are like, well, shit, why do we let him open? Because uh, we, now we got to beat that, right? I mean, does, do you guys, 
Is this how it kind of plays out? Hey, I'll tell you this. King Paula's biggest fan is my dad. So <laughs> if I have to go after Paula at our shows, and Paula's already went, if my dad's jamming the, you know, Heart for Handouts, shout out Heart for Handouts, that's Paula's record that's on iHeart being spun everywhere on 96.5 and 106.1. What's it called? What was it? Heart for Handouts. Yeah. You got a single out there is what yes, you're saying? Yeah, really? Yeah, is that yeah. right now it's up? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, out there right now um, getting traction uh, across the uh, iHeart platform. Um, we just, uh, broke a record here in Cleveland, um, since 2016, uh, and the record was, uh, Q Money's Neat, um, at that time, um, no other artist independent has ever crossed platform from 106.1, the hip hop and rap, uh, hip hop R&B station over to the pop station. No kidding. The hits, top hit station. So, um, yeah, no. So it's a huge feat. Um, it is. That's cool, man. And I honestly didn't even understand or even grasp. It wasn't at, something you were trying to do. Exactly. It, it just completely out of the blue. Like one of the DJs happened to hear it, and he threw it on one of his sets. You know, that's uh, sweet. You know, during the um, while he had his time. So, uh, uh, you know, it just happened organically. And then I got a call from Tony Ferguson, and I heard like, "Hey, uh, just to let you know, you know." This hasn't been done since 2016. Uh, just you know, so you're stepping into you know a space all of your own right yeah, now. Yeah, right. So, That's cool. Um, so it's a you know a special moment, and you know I'm still trying to find a way to you know grasp it and live with it. You know, but at the end of the day, you know things don't change. You know, we're still grinding. I still got to try and go out and be the best me every day. You know, and spread as much love and positivity as possible. And you know. My story is to be told through pain, and I hope that my pain and all of that, you know, is uh, an opportunity for all my fans and anybody out there listening, you know, to release and let go and let me go through that so that they don't have to, you know? That's cool. That's real cool. So with narrator... In the group, in the in the in the thing, the family ties. I don't know what you call it. It's not yeah, a group, yeah, a band, yeah, whatever. Collective. But it's, it's a collective. collective. It's a collective. Yeah. yeah. Does he produce everything? I mean, do, do you guys have the luxury of since he's in the band? Do you have him? Then he's also. <laughs> so I mean, the, I look at it like Marvel, like um, or I guess Marvel <laughs> is that Avengers? That's the, exactly. Okay, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not yeah, great yeah. with superheroes, but I like superheroes. <laughs> um, so. You know, narrator is my, like my producer. That's why I work with exclusively. Um, Paolo works more so with Trey Smith. Yes. Um, that's like exclusively his producer more so. Um, and then Vice uh, also has a producer. Mm -hmm. um, so three different producers. Yes, right. exactly. So and those producers are also and we have a little group chat going, you know, called Family Ties as well. And just change it over to Creative Kings. You know, we're just getting just out Just playing there. around, right? Um, <laughs> But, yeah, no, everybody's got their own producer. Um, and then narrator is truly, like, he's the he's the standalone, you know, because he not only produces, but he's also the artist as well. Yeah. And now Trey Smith, he's also, you know, producer, artist, DJ, um, engineer. I'm, I mean, the kid does it all. He's connected everywhere. Um, so, you know, uh, really big things coming from him. Um, so to have him and Trills and Narrator a part of the team, you know, it's it's just so big, you know, especially being an artist that wants to create and, you know, really express um, and, you know, having these guys around us makes it so much easier for getting through that process. 
with what yeah. you guys are doing, the kind of pop music you guys are doing, the stuff yeah. like the kind of, you know, you guys are taking hip hop and rock and punk and all yeah. these different kind of flavors and you're kind of like creating all this stuff. When you're doing that though, no matter, even though you're a good artist or whatever you are, the producer has a lot to do with these songs when they're coming out. There's so much going on with where they add things and they, they, they bring things up to you that you're like, oh, that's a great right. idea, that kind of thing. They're producers, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So now you guys have this, this group, this collective. Yes. Right. Does that bring the producers together also? Do these three producers oh, yeah. now, do they have, does this kind of like where it's not just you four, but it's you four plus the others that are involved exactly. with each one of you now are all, it's like a huge collective. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, for instance, the other night, Paula, uh, I called him up at, I said, hey, what are you doing? He said, I'm about to get in the studio. I said, okay, that sounds great. Can I come with? So uh, he came and scooped me up. We uh, we sat there and just chopped it up, uh, talked about some other things, and then we got in the studio, and we started working on a, a beat produced by Trey Smith. So we can do that, whereas we started working on a track called Energy, um, more so going to be dropping that in 2023, um, looking to gear up and drop that track. Uh, narrator produced it, and was on the track as well, obviously. Family Ties is on that track. Uh, so, you know, you're, we just have a lot of things in our arsenal where, you know, Trills wants to start giving us beats and start working on things with Vice. Um, but each each producer brings something different to the table um, that's unique and that's that's dangerous in itself. And then you have four artists that are dangerous in themselves. And um, so, I mean, it's a pretty scary unit for uh, 2023. Yeah. What about, what about like, a collaboration? Like, were you guys putting something together where you're all uh, – on yeah. one song or all on 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 one recording like have you guys talked Precisely. about that yes um yeah uh energy uh is a track that's going to come out uh here soon and that features all four artists um and then we also want to incorporate uh getting um the producers involved uh so with that aspect we have to do multiple songs you know because this this beat was completely produced mixed engineered by um narrator himself um, actually him and I sat there and we cooked the beat right there on the spot. And then that night it went up in the message board, like, Hey guys, the song's in there. Everybody, right. You know, everybody oh, yeah. get creative, you know? Um, so, uh, the goal is to really get, you know, an album's worth of music collectively. And then not only have that, but our own individual catalogs to shop while we're out taking this on national tour potentially next year, you know? Sweet, sweet. Yeah, right. Is it, is it, so what have you guys done so far live? Have you guys, have you guys done? Yeah, we've done a few shows. So we did one in like, man, my, my summer months get so messed up because I think July is like the longest month <laughs> because my birthday is at the end of July. Me so too. Heck. 20th. Oh, so you're not a Leo? No, I'm oh, cancer. Yeah, sorry about that. Right. I'm, they actually call me Cancer Leo. Oh. I'm on the cusp. Okay. Not, listen, I'm not really into this shit, but I've been, <laughs> I've been told. Hey, my girlfriend got me into. I've been with her for two years, and she, uh, my girlfriend Skyla, she goes, "Have you ever done spiritual like learning, like about like the horoscopes?" And, and yeah, yeah. Not, long story short, now I'm now I'm a spiritual guy. But, oh, uh, she got you in. Yeah, but no. So we did a show in June or uh, July. Um, that's when we all came together, and then we did October first was like the show branded as Family Ties. Um, that's the show Paula, myself, narrator, and Vice did. Uh, we did like twenty, twenty or twenty five minute sets. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean we just we just had a great time. Had that come? Of, the good turnout? Tell me, are, are oh, people yeah. showing up for these things? Is this like it's yeah. just already starting to catch on? It, exactly. Um, and you know the the main thing that we wanted to stray away from when we decided to do that show is that we didn't want any other openers. And no other like like I, I we want to showcase 
that family ties that's it if yeah. you want to come out and see some dope ass music that's what you're coming to see you know you, yeah. it, as advertised it's almost like what comedians do how they tour together there's like a pack yeah. of them and yes. they just it's always them it's yes. like wherever they're at it's just those four that's mm. what you're seeing you know I, and i think you know you see a lot in cleveland and this is like no shade because obviously there's a lot of artists they all need their spotlight but we see so many shows and you know paulo you've been around a lot longer than me i've been doing it for like five years of music at this point and uh-huh. you know these guys him and narrator have been doing it over a decade you know yeah. so <laughs> it's uh but you yeah, see yeah, yeah. so many shows where it's like 12 14 16 artists 10 12 art i mean and, then, they, and they get and you forget like you don't even remember artist 2 when yeah. you're into artist 16 yeah yes. it's oversaturated yeah yeah it, be, it just becomes that and yeah. and and you you know that's great that's a great form if you just got a bunch of guys who are just starting off and you just want to get out there and you just want to break the ice, you know, Immediate that's fine exposure. for that. Yeah. Right. But, because, but after that, you get too many and you don't remember who's what, why, when. They all start bleeding together in your head. Right. Right. You don't, you, no, one get, no one remembers you. Yeah. No matter how good you are. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, on, so, on those huge shows, you've got to be one of the first five acts. Yeah, right. You know, you've got to be willing to step out first, and hopefully, hopefully, you are one of those first five acts. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, because right. Otherwise, you're just going to get washed up amongst the crowd. Uh, well, uh, uh, with the crowd, with the, the who crowd. doesn't remember yeah. you? Yeah, exactly. right, right, right. right. Um, and then, you know, they're there. Uh, the rest of the show is there for the headliner. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. You know, one through five in the headliner. You know, and then you've got. 20 other acts sometimes in between there that are just getting washed away, you know, that we're all hoping to come out and catch some exposure, you know. Now, granted, if they were in the room and working the room, networking, you know, trying to, you know, get their brand out there, you know, they probably established exactly that. You know, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they were able to accomplish that. But, you know, a lot of guys are like, you know, introverted, you know, we don't want to, you know, really release our, you know, and connect that way, you know. We're, we're so into ourselves and, you know, trying to get things going, you know, that we forget to reach out, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's just really we wanted to showcase bringing together those four artists so that, you know, it, it isn't about that. You know, we don't have to do that. You know? Yeah, right. You know, so. Well, plus, yeah. it's a lot easier. It's a simplistic thing to go yeah. from four to 16 or whatever, 12 yeah, or however right. many it is. Four is good. And you guys, if, as you do this more and more and more, this will become something that, you know, you guys will have down. It'll be like nothing. You guys will have, you guys will, and, and it'll be more fun. You'll be able to play off each other more often. Yes, and yes. All the other, all the hard stuff's over with. Now you guys got it down to a science. Exactly. What, what, how do you guys what starts you guys off? Like, what, what, we'll start with you, Eli. So, what, sure. what, what, how do you begin? What's your life like? You guys both from old Cleveland area? I mean, did you start yeah. off around here yeah. from, from day one? So, yeah, I mean, I grew up in like old Brooklyn. Okay. Uh, you know, like Kitty Park and all that. Yeah. You know, all, the good, all the good jazz. Kitty <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Park was lit, man. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't a roller coaster guy, but I will get on any roller coaster at Kitty Park, uh, you know. Um, I don't know, dude. That roller coaster messed me up. That's I true. would get That's on that true. stupid thing with my kids back when they were little, man, and I'd come off that thing, and I'd be like, ah, oh, man. I feel it. No, I mean, so I grew up in Brooklyn, you know, um, did Parma, Cleveland. Um, so I've always been around. Um, I started making music when I was, like, 17, So, but I was, like, freestyling. I had a guy who I... Uh, lived like five streets down the way from me, so I would just walk over there and start freestyling. So you started off rapping. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and um, he, he, the guy at the time, was like, "Maybe you should take a little more seriously and write." And I, my my response was, "No." <laughs> so I just kept doing my thing. Um, you know, we had a falling out. Um, 
you know, that's ironically. Could you enough, do it? I mean, were you good oh, at it? I, I you thought, were a freestyler? I thought it was all right. I mean, ironically enough, that's when I first started smoking the green stuff. Oh, yeah. So I thought I was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I did that for a little bit. I stopped because I wasn't, I, I guess, like I felt maybe it wasn't for me. Um, so I started getting the broadcasting school at the time I do Joey James. I, um, he started making music and kept sending me snippets. I was at the, I paired him with his first feature. My dude does at the time was making music. I was like, you guys should work together. So I thought uh, maybe I should do behind the scenes in music. And then I started writing a little bit more and I said, you know what? I'm going to go to signal flow studios and make, make a song. I had been talking to this guy, Pharaoh at the, uh, at the time. He's, um, was an engineer here and he, um, was like, Hey, um, you, you can come record your song here. So I did that. Um, is that, is that how you got introduced to those guys? Is that, is that, was Signal that your, flow? Yeah. Is that kind of how this whole thing started with this? Well, n- no. So, Paolo's a completely different story. Well, no, I'm talking about oh. you said, because you started with Signal Flow. You got narrator connected with Signal Flow. Right. So, is that, was that, was that your introduction to this, the building here and, and meeting Oh, these yeah, the people? building. Absolutely. Narrator, too. I mean, like, you, yeah. You, yeah, yeah, that's when so, you met all that. Yeah, narrator came back from uh, California, and uh, I remember meeting him for the first time. I had heard so much about him, so when I met him, finally, I was like, I just want to pick your brain and learn so much about music, but I will stop and not fanboy out. So I just chilled out, because here I am. I've made music for maybe like two, two and a half years. Still have no idea how to get my music on like streaming platforms besides SoundCloud. So I'm like really trying to figure things out. Um, and narrator took me under his wing. Like he would come into my sessions with Pharaoh, listen when I was dropping an album on SoundCloud. He would come in. Um, I'd walk into the studio and be like, "Hey, can I get a beat?" And he got me, sold me one of you know the first beats I bought off him was the first song I ever put on Spotify, um, and Apple Music and YouTube. So you know we started doing cover arts, and then I I really connected with narrator to the point now where like. You know, he calls my dad Pops, and we, we hang out and, you know, do things like, like That's that. That's awesome. So, yeah, narrator um, and me have been really close. And then, like I said, I met Paolo when I first started making music. And then we just started doing our own things. And long story short, we kind of just connected back with the show back this summer. And uh, we met Vice along the way, and yep. the rest is history. Now you're sure where you're at. How about you, Paolo? You, what's your beginnings like? Uh, where are so, you from originally? Yeah, so, uh, born in New Jersey. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So, long way from uh, home, but uh, this is home. You know, uh, I was born in, well, yeah. born in there, raised here. Um, uh, time you come to Cleveland, how old are you about? Uh, so, my mom was always here, uh, you know, all over Ohio, uh, actually. Um, so, down in southern Ohio, Tip City, West Milton. Um, and then while I was doing those moves, she moved up here. Um, so from the time I was about six or seven, I want to say, um, that's when I really rooted down in Cleveland. Um, and prior to that, I was, you know, Southern Ohio area. Gotcha. Um, and then New Jersey, you know, um, but music started for me back then in those days, you know, listening to Beastie Boys and Coolio on tape <laughs> and hearing those songs and becoming addicted, you know, literally yeah. addicted, just repeat uh, after repeat, running back, rewind the tape, rewind the tape. And you're only like seven, eight years old at this point? Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm six, seven years old, jumping up and down on my uh, hardwood floors, trying to do Know all the words, to all these songs, exactly. that kind of thing. One, two, three, four, get your... Uh, yeah, you <laughs> yeah know? Right, and, right, right. and there's me doing push-ups to the, that right there, you know, oh. as a young kid, you know, thinking like that's what he means, like, oh yeah, <laughs> I gotta get up on the floor. Man. <laughs> it's all right. I thought Eminem's Mockingbird. That was the first CD I ever heard. My dad finally let me listen to rap music, yeah. and he, he it was at his workout bench. I said, let me just hear it once. He shows me Mockingbird. I thought that song was just a pleasant song about a bird. I was like eight years, 
So don't feel no shame in the game. Eminem's encore holds a special place in my heart because of Mockingbird. Yeah. A song I thought had a completely different meaning. Um but yeah, no, um so it started back for me, you know, way back then, uh the love and the passion for music. Uh and then um sitting in a car freestyling uh with a good friend of mine and you know, someone who I consider a brother. Um, I just decided one day, I was like, you know what? I got to take this seriously. Like, there's no way I can hear this stuff coming out of the radio right now and not feel like I can do this too, you know, and and produce something of better quality, you know? So that that was my mind state. Um, you know, so it's, it takes a little bit of ego to want to do this, It does. but it, and then in the same note, it takes so much humility, um, to also do this because you're, you, you got a willing willingly give your heart and your art away to people and hope that they may find you know affection and some some sort of fucking peace with this you know i, I love that how you just said that dude it takes it takes a certain amount of ego but then a certain amount of humility because people are, people will chew you up too once yes. you put yourself in that spotlight you can get chewed up real quick by somebody <laughs> and there's you know one person don't like you you just gotta learn how to deal with that right. all right real quick we're gonna take a quick break yes sir we come back i want we're gonna continue on with, with the rest of your story because i want to hear everything that happened there. you got it we come back in a couple minutes here with the guys family ties Yes. Yes. You're listening to Level Up Cleveland. Want to be a guest on Level Up Cleveland? Go to levelupcleveland.com and fill out the guest application with your name, phone number, and email and why you'd be a good guest on Level Up Cleveland. We're always looking for new talent. Rock on. And we are back with the guys from Family Ties. We got Eli, we got Paula in here, and we were just talking to Paula about how his how he started off in his life as a kid yes. and all that good stuff. So, what happened next? Like, what what are you so, where are you at? You know where you're yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I was hearing this music um, back in you know 2012, 2013, um, and I was saying to myself like, "There's no way." that I can go any any further in my life without attempting this and giving this my all. Um, so in 2013, that's when I decided to record my first album, um, paid a producer uh, by the name of Ty Wink, my brother to this day, Quentin Mitchell. Um, shout out to him. Uh, but paid him to do my first album, uh, recorded so, it. Before you – we missed the whole part here because yeah. you had to write the thing. So oh, like yeah, like yeah yeah, 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 there's that part <laughs> because yeah, I mean like you don't just walk in and be like all right yeah. and then it's just uh, like so so how does that I mean like you so do you went in there is this a rap album you're doing the first one yeah. or is this yeah yeah so, so you're doing you're doing hip hop right off the my, rip my humble beginnings started from rap um, I I always wanted to branch out um, but until my later years and I found comfort in my voice you know and I was able to do that you know and that that's when I did, attempted it um, okay but. You know, early on, I started off as a rapper. 
Um, I was recording off of a uh, six um, little shelf, uh, little cabinet thing in a room. Uh, we had the microphone friggin' duct taped to the top shelf. <laughs> and, you know, that's how we did it. It know? worked. Um, it definitely worked. Um, but, you know, that's that's where I found my passion, um, you know, that first album. So when you when you come out and you're writing these rap, this first album that you're yes, writing, sir. what are you writing about? What, what, what topics are you picking up on here? And what are you doing? What do you, what's your... You know, I, I came from, you know, the streets and a, a lot of madness, you know, so that's... It's kind of like a gangster rap type of exactly. vibe. So that's that's what you heard early on. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, uh, you know, talking about that, the drugs, the women, uh, you know. and Getting and, rich and, and the know, whole thing, man, yeah. Exactly, you know. Um, I don't want to say too much, you know, because, but. I mean, uh, that's, that's, that's but, yeah. what you were talking about. Exactly, you know. Um, you know, that, that was my content back then. And, um, you know, I, I really, after hearing it for a few years, you know, I, I really made an, uh, an attempt to stray away from that. Like, why am I sounding like all of these other guys? You know, how, how can I find my sound? Where do I branch out? How do I make me me? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, and, you know, that's, you know, all a part of the process, you know. So the, it started from rap and writing those early, dirty, gritty rhymes. Um, and you know, with that, getting that out of my system, you know, if, if it wasn't for that, I get that like a purge. Exactly. I would have never been able to, you know, even find, you know, this part of me that you hear today, you know, that that gives you heart for handouts, you know, and other songs that are coming out, you know, that's cool. That's Um, great. Yeah. That's cool. I I get that. So it's almost like you just got to like purge yourself clean of all this other stuff. That's all like there, Exactly. but you don't, you don't know, you're not, you're finding your way through this process right now. Right. Uh, you know, because let's let's be realistic. You know, um, how many street guys come off the streets and then you know mentally make that switch and then can stay in that mode that are ju- just being an artist. Very, it's very hard to do. You know who they are because they're the ones that make it. You know, exactly. they know about them exactly. You yeah. know, so um, you know, it's it's really a mental game. You know, at that point, you know, like, do I want to be a street guy? Do I want to hustle and fucking worry about who's coming? Constantly looking over your shoulder for the next, you know, however long. Do I want to worry about going to jail every day? No, no, I don't. Let me let me take that energy that I was spending there, and let me dump it into this music. Um, and you know, and that's when I started branching out and uh, exploring my sounds, you know, and trying to find and fine tune, I should say, um, you know, the the thoughts I had in my head, you know, because I wanted to take those rap lyrics and put them into the rock context in the, the are you listening context. to rock at this time too i oh, mean yeah. do you, are, no, you, are you into that heavily um so i i grew up on rock and roll uh classic country you know no garth that's... brooks reba mcintyre you know like the real pop the real popular shit that's that's that was yeah. around that time yes exactly garth brooks was huge 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 man my um, dad lo- man <laughs> man my mom loves some garth brooks he had the old video player my mom bought him for christmas and i remember coming down so many times i'd be like what are you watching at three in the morning garth brooks <laughs> and man love garth brooks pilot yeah uh Ooh. But, you know, so, you know, very versed background um, when it comes to music and, you know, my intake of music. Um, and it wasn't in, until I was, you know, six, seven years old that I was even introduced to rap, you know, with the Beastie Boys and Coolio. Yeah. Um, and after hearing that, you know, I was hooked, you know. So 
now you flash forward, you know, we're uh, mid 2000s, you know, and you got Nelly, um, and, you know, uh, Little Wayne, Drake is getting ready to, you know, start hitting the scene at that point, you know, and so now I'm seeing these guys that are, you know, very, you know, different in the spectrum, you know, hit the scene and it's like, oh, man. Yeah, now now I can really, you know, hone and move and, you know, Lil Wayne branching out and trying to do rock albums, you know, seeing rap artists trying to do rock, you know, it's like, oh, man, this is it, you know, like, yeah, it's cool. Uh, I, I can really make a way here, you know, um, so it wasn't just that I, you know, I didn't necessarily have to fit myself into a box, you know, and that was the beauty of the, entering into music and, you know, and being a creative. Yeah, you could do anything you wanted. You just didn't know it. Now you know and, it. And now I know it. Yeah. You know. Um. So, uh. You know, it was a it was a blessing in disguise. You know, I grinded through that and got all that rap shit out of me. Um. But not that's that. It's still here. Yeah. Right. It's still part of it. It's a piece now. It's not I, all of it. Exactly. Exactly. Um. So you know, I still build and branch off of, uh, that. You know, and if you listen to my records to to this day, I'm I'm still rapping. But it's just listen to the, my content and listen to my subject matter. You know, it's yeah. it's we're not going there for that reason. You're creating songs now. You're not just feeling as if you have to uh, just just like, well, I can I want to make a song, but it's got to fit into this context. It's got to be this. It's got to be that. Oh, I want to write about that, but I don't know how people will take that if I do it like that because I'm really a rapper. That's gone. gone. Now you're like. You know, this part feels punky. Like, it needs a little punk part right here. Like, like it needs to pick up right here. And I, you know what? I heard this punk song. I like this one thing I heard. I'm going to try to make that yes. fit here because I can. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, that's, and that's what you, how you guys are just writing now, right? You've become way more diverse and you can do other things. And, exactly. and you're creating a work and not a rap song. Yeah, my favorite question is, what do you what do you do when when somebody asks? Like, I, I tell them, hey, I make music. I'm at my nine to five. I make music. Hey, check me out. Um, nine to five doesn't like it as much, but you know, <laughs> hey, you, got, you know, always got to be promoting. Um, um, like, what do you do? You know, what what do you do? That that's like such a um, you know, or do you rap? Like, I, those are just those questions always like make me laugh because it's like when I tell somebody. I just I rap. I make pop music. I I'm working on a rock song. Um, you know, I've done a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I've done some disco stuff. We're working on uh, me a narrator. It's like, yeah, it, it's so funny because I don't think you should have to. Well, you don't to to put yourself in one box and be like, oh, I just rap or I just do this. I think the day they tell you know, you know my me that I have to be in a box is the day I'll probably stop making music because I like being able to pick up something different every day and do something different and keep people on their toes because that's how I am in real life. I keep a lot of people on their toes, so I got to keep you <laughs> on your toes in music. Well, I mean, don't you think Don't you think it's also kind of like um, if you're painting pictures as an art and you only have blue crayon, yeah. then you have a right. blue picture. Always. If you, if you all of a sudden you have every color in the spectrum, the picture you create now is unlimited. Yes. Right. You know, it's, it's, it seems like that's what this has become. Like now people are realizing that there's all these different musics and then there's offshoots of different genres and stuff. And you can literally pick all these different things. You don't even have to really pick. It just really should just flow it's through gotta find you, right? Like, like yes. whatever you whatever comes out, comes out. And it, you don't have to second guess it, I guess, is what it really comes down to, right? Yeah. You're not yeah. second guessing yourself. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's, like, for me at least, like, my, one of my biggest inspirations, like, is Prince. Um, and Prince just <laughs> did it. I, 
I figured as such. I figured as <laughs> such. Um, but, you know, Prince is just, like, one of those guys that, like, you know, you have a thousand X's and O's, you know. He was one of the first ones yeah. to really do this. Yeah, Purple he, Rain. I mean, you have, like, rock. You have rap. Well, he pulled out this. Like, he's playing these pop songs, and then he yeah. pulls out the fucking guitar and rips this freaking metal solo. Like, yes. it's like, Rah! It's like, Rah! And, and I remember, and that was, the, at that point, who did that? Exactly. I mean, you know, who did that? Yeah. I mean, really, it was it was it was bizarre how how he and and you know he was that consummate musician. He could he was a musician. Yep. He didn't care about what he was writing. He just wanted to write great songs. Yes. And that sounds like what you guys are all about. Exactly. Yeah. And, and there was a mystique to it too, and that's that's kind of what I like, you know, because I think um, I I like to kind of keep a little bit peeled back from the rest of the the rest of the world. I'm a very uh, out there person Paula can you know late we we went uh well drinking three four weeks ago when I oh yeah I was just I, I was having a great time um <laughs> I, I'm a very out there the person <laughs> um but you know there's a part of me that still kind of reels back a little bit because I don't think there's a I want to give the whole Eli Moon away just yet so I'm keeping a little bit in that back pocket of mine um and that's what I liked about Prince is like it always felt like he had still something else to give you yeah and then he would um, he then never he would. gave you everything you know so. So, let's get back to you for a second because now because you are now in the in the process of your whole life. Yeah. We're at the point where you realize what you want to do. Yeah, exactly. Um so, you know, that I found my sound finally um uh with a song like Achilles Heel. Um I released that, released that a few years ago. Um and that was like really me standing on, you know, taking the rap and throwing it into this rock spectrum, you know, this, this punk alt spectrum, um, you know, and, you know, we were just talking about it, you know, like, I, I don't think you can call all rappers just strictly a rap artist, you know, because yeah. here we are today. Yeah. I look at narrator, I look at moon and, you know, vice, he started out as a rapper, but if you listen to any of our music to this day, I don't think you can call us like in a rap artist, you yeah, know, right. because because of where the music goes, yeah, right, um, and the energy that it gives you, um, and that's you know really the, the, where I was moving um, at that point in time, and you know now I have a track called Heart for Handouts, um, and that's out everywhere, um, and you know it, it, you know that time frame from Achilles' heel to Heart for Handouts. Uh, you know, really gave light to uh, my lane and my path, uh, where I wanted to travel with. And then with all that happening all at once, um, and then, you know, meeting these guys along the way, you know, it was just sort of, you know, uh, all culminating and meant to be. Um, and so grateful for that, you know, yeah. first and foremost, I got to say that. Um, because without any of these experiences, what is the music? It's just a beat, right? All you're gonna hear is, yeah, right. Just, just like it just sounds like everything else you've ever heard. You're, you're, you're just gonna hear the instrumentation, you yeah. know. Um, so you know you need life experiences to, and you know all that to fuel the music. Um, and really, as I was growing as creator, I started honing in on trying to tell a story more as opposed to just writing from a feeling standpoint. I got you. You know, as that, you know, instead Did of you like create characters and all that kind of thing in these stories and yeah, kind of kind of tell the whole story it, that it, way. Exactly. You know, like if pick, pick a topic, you know, and then how, how do I take each point? Um, you know, I pick three points on that topic and then how do I discuss these things 
in four to six sentences yeah you know that's how and then once i have those sentences in my mind now i'm breaking it down into lyrics and lines you know and and flow and rhyming if it needs to be exactly exactly you know um so you know the the process you know started out with you know a lot of just immediate release and expulsion and has grown into a true thought process now you know and without the years of attempting to try and find such a thing, you know, I would have never been here, you know? Um, so it took those early years of just immediately hearing something like, Oh, okay. It's got to come out just like this. Boom. And then getting it out there. Um, you know, it took all that trying to get here where we're at today. Um, and which is a cool thing what you guys are doing right now i mean yeah yeah yeah, i mean like and it comes it it, one of the reasons why i wanted to get into what you guys have got you to this point is because they like that's that's what this is all about how do you guys get to a point where four of you guys are willing to kind of share the stage which is kind of what you're doing You're, you're you're not really making it about me 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 because at the same time that you're up there you're also pointing to your other three guys yes. like you guys are also saying yeah but there's these guys too don't forget about these guys right. and and so it, yep. it takes a whole bunch of stuff for you to get that way to become that person you know mm-hmm. you guys are good people you guys have done what you've done already you guys you know made your pass and now it's time to freaking try to do something bigger and better. It yeah. seems like that's what this whole thing's about. Like the way you make music is that, you know, you start off, well, I know this, I know I want to do this. And as you grow and learn more, you're like, no, I want to do this, this, I want to do all of this. I want, I want more than just, you know, most people just go out and they might have a guest with them or, you know, one, one act with one guest and that person doesn't even really see each other very often. They don't intermingle with each other. They yeah. just, one guy goes on stage right. and the next guy. No, you guys are like, no, no, this is, this is bigger. This is better. This is, this is going to resonate with people better too, right? Yes, exactly. Don't you think that like when people see that you guys, the camaraderie and all that kind of stuff between you is, people like that kind of stuff, you know, yeah. that they, they get off on that, watching that kind of thing. Fans from stuff, they pick up on all this kind of stuff. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, and you see like out of future, I mean, like that's a big influence of mine. Like I loved out of future, um, you know, Tyler creator, Earl sweatshirt, Frank ocean, all those guys were just all together and they, they loved making good music. But if you listen to Earl sweatshirt and you listen to Frank, the ocean, uh, Frank, the ocean, Frank ocean, and you listen to Earl sweatshirt and Tyler, the creator, um, they, they had different sounds still. Um, and that's kind of like what family ties, like, Paula and me, we we have a, a similar message where it's like, you know, love um, and, and just expressing who you are. It's okay not to be okay. You know, narrator in the same light. Um, if you're drawing a Venn diagram or whatever, you know, you have that middle piece. The one middle piece that we all, four of us have is like that love and understanding for other people. Um, and I think that's important. Um and I think, I think, like you said, like seeing that talent, embracing other talent is like what people like to see. So you have a great message and you have talent embracing the other talent. Yeah. And what else is there not to like about yeah, right. it? So. I do have a question for you, Eli. Yeah. <clears throat> so as I'm, as I'm doing uh, research on you guys, yeah. I find that there's another guy named Eli Moon. Oh, oh that guy. <laughs> so, I don't know. so, so I'm like, I'm like. This gets a little confusing. And, and you know, you're not the only artist that has this issue. There's a lot of these issues that happen with artists in general, especially band names. Right. You know, there's like a band name, and then there's 10 bands across America that have that same yeah. name. Right. So in the world of computers and search engines and stuff like that, you put in Eli Moon, he's the first guy that comes up. I know. That's crazy. I'm, 
It shouldn't be that way. Shouldn't be that way. If anybody's out there watching that can correct that, correct it. Come on, SEO. Come on. We need that SEO. (laughs) What's up with that? I mean, like, I mean, like, does it does it just irritate the hell out of you that this is going on? It sounds like you're just irritated by. I mean, if I need a reason to get pissed off on like a Tuesday (laughs) afternoon, I just just, look at that. You just put your name in the search engine. So whenever I'm showing people too, I'm like, all right, type in Eli Moon. Hold on, you're with me. Let me just type in my name. Show you. You want the one with the logo, like the one on my hat. Yeah, right. You don't want the uh, the other one. And they're like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm gonna beat him to the top. So don't worry. I will be Eli Moon. But it's like that is part of my name. You know, my first name's Elijah. Last name's Mooney Ham. Three animals: cow, horse, pig. Mooney Ham. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know where. Maybe his name is also Elijah Mooney. I mean, that would be. We'd have a completely different dilemma on our hands, but I don't know. It upsets me a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure my name is known and I'm. Gonna is it driving it. you a little bit? It, does, it, yeah. does, it, does it a little bit? Yeah. Does it like piss you off like a fire under you? Yeah, I mean it's kind of frustrating when my own girlfriend has to like promote me and be like, "All right, but make sure you're looking for this one." <laughs> Because there's like two that pop up. It's all right though, because I'll be making some big moves here in 23. And is that is that you're gonna just go right by? Yeah, and that's the yeah, end of it. Yeah, I, yeah, we're uh, we're making some big moves. I mean, I've been working. I mean, Paul have been talking the last. I mean, month about some big moves. Me and narrator, um, have been talking about potentially, potentially dropping uh, an EP here relatively soon. Oh, cool. Um, I, I don't know, you know when, um, but we're thinking about doing something with that. Um. So I'm, I'm planning on making some big, big moves in 2023. I'm kind of, I'm ready to get my flowers. I've been doing this for five years. F- Paula's got his flowers, which I'm happy with. iHeart. Um, he's gonna keep getting his flowers. Narrator's getting his flowers with a lot of things he's doing. You know, the Beat Stars battle, all these different uh, things he's doing and incorporating into the community. Um, with guys like Flower Boy, um, Vice yeah. is doing his thing, and and I'm ready to get my flowers. I'm, I'm I've been doing this for five years. I'm ready to, ready to to eat it up now. <laughs> so, awesome, dude. So what do you guys? What's what's the future look like right now? So what, what what does the future look like? You guys got any what's um so we're looking at trying to take the Family Ties Collective um on national tour that next year. Um so we've got a lot of things going on behind the scenes right now. Um a lot of talks with uh, some very big promoters. Um and Now would it just be you four on this on this bill and there's nobody else? No, so th- that's that's the thing. Um you know, it's we're we're open to completely just opening up a show. As long as we can take the brand, Family Ties, I understand. and all four of us, and get us out there, I don't care who the fuck. So if you can attach to know. a bigger act it's to get out to a bigger audience right now, exactly. so be it. That's what you'll do. You just don't want to get on one of those bills where you're four of 12. Exactly. You, right. Right. exactly. I, I get it. Like, it, you know, we some direct tour support. You know that that that's like ideal. You know, um, we could you know four R four X, two main X, boom. You know, you got yourself a dope show. So that's sweet. You know, that's what we're looking for. Uh, you know, right now. So we'll see where it takes us. So just keep people just need to keep their eyes open for family ties. You'll, that's what you guys yeah. will. When when it happens, it'll be that's what it'll you'll put it up as. Yeah. Right. It'll be family ties, and it'll have your individual names underneath it. Yes. And that's what people should be looking for. If they want to come out and see this, yeah. and, and if they want to hear the stuff, it's not going to be like family ties 
is the artist to go listen to. It's no. it's individually you guys will be putting your music out. Exactly. Right. I mean, yeah. Unless you guys do something collectively and then that's something different altogether. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, but we, we're in that avenue. I know we touched on it earlier where, yeah, you, you could see, you could see, you know, in the future a song with me and Paula, Paula and Vice. Uh, you know, me and Narrator have done music in the past, but you can see another one of those combos, him and Vice. Um, I got we're, you. We're working. We're working. That's yeah. awesome. So we're, you know, it's, it's just really... Taking, like I said earlier, you know, all four of our own individual brands and exposing them to as much and as many people as possible, um, you know, and, you know, hopefully next year we can get out on a national tour so that we can, you know, get outside of, you know, this 300 mile radius that we've been living in for the past couple of years, you <laughs> yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and really branch out, you know, and, uh, you know, start touching some different markets. You know, and they, because that's that's what it's about. You know, how can you grow if you're not getting out there and, you know, ex- touching these markets and these potential fans, you know? For sure. For so. sure. All right, guys. That's it. I think we're going to wrap it up right there, man. Yeah. Perfect. I want to thank you guys seriously for coming. Yeah, thank um, you for having us. Family Ties. Remember, you got Narrator. You got Eli Moon. Yep. King Pala from the PA to the LL. I'll never get that out of my head. <laughs> Advice. Yep. Yes, sir. And that's the four. So look for those guys, man. Look for the family ties thing. And and when it happens, you want to go out and see this? I think it's gonna be sweet, man. Yeah. I think what you guys are you guys are fun. I know that much. You guys are a blast to talk to. Hey, <laughs> it's a, it's I won't forget this show. one. Even better show. I yeah. promise. Yeah. All right. It's an honor to be on the show, honestly. I, oh, thank you, man. I've been watching since you guys pretty much have started up. So um I'm awesome. glad to be sitting here where I've been watching. Oh yeah, <laughs> we get, you'll be watching this one. Yes. Yeah, I, will. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you don't watch the other ones and not this one. <laughs> All right, wow. guys, that's it from us, man. Thanks again for coming. Thank we'll you see you guys me. next week. This is Level Up Cleveland. Check out the video on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. That'll be fine.